0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Backstage Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate it, as always. If this is your first time here, uh, subscribe to the YouTube page. If you're listening to this on audio, um, subscribe as well. Comment, rate it. Uh, It helps a lot, and I appreciate it. Uh, I don't know how long this episode is going to take, quite frankly. I'm not as prepared as I was in previous episodes. Uh, I do want to just jump in here uh, and very quickly address um, uh, a topic, an issue that came up today. Actually, it's not really today. It's been going on for a while, Uh, but I want to talk about it because... Yesterday, I mean this episode is going to go up on Tuesday, so yesterday, Monday, I'm not so sure if the post is still up the time that you're listening to this, I put up a story on Instagram and it was mostly for fun uh, and a lot of people just started commenting and sending messages, some thought that I was mean, some thought that it was funny, uh, some thought that it was inappropriate. Uh, and I'll tell you what it is, and then we'll go into the topic, we'll go into the issue, because it's something that has been ongoing ever since the elections in Quebec last uh, October the 3rd. Um, now, for those who don't know, there were elections in Quebec on October 3rd. I did um, a, 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 a very interesting segment called uh, QC Brief with my good friend Michael Forian, if you want to go back and look at those episodes uh you're more than welcome to they're on youtube obviously or on uh, on any audio platform that you listen to your podcast um and what we try to do It's important for me to mention this because a lot of people are going to think that I'm going into ideology and uh, whatever, but I'm going to try and be as objective as possible with this topic. And again, I'm I'm delaying it, but I'll tell you what the topic is. But it's important for me to say this, that when we did QC brief with Michael Forian, we tried as much as possible to be very objective. We looked at all the good things that were happening, all parties combined, and all the bad things that were happening, all parties combined. We were, I think, equally critical of all parties and uh, we were equally supportive of all parties. Um and the reason I'm saying this is because I want to talk about Eric Duhem. He is the leader of the Conservative Party of Quebec and I just want to go on record here to say that during that segment, the QC brief segment, we were actually um quite positive towards uh, Eric Duhem. We uh, praised him quite a few times for everything that he managed to accomplish and it's no small feat. Uh, and I, I'm going to uh, we're going to go into this uh, exactly what, what what happened with Eric Duhem um so i just want to point that out all right before everyone starts sending me messages and telling me oh you're a liberal this or you're a liberal that uh and you hate conservatives and all that stuff it has nothing to do with that i don't need to hide my colors i think everyone that follows me knows that i'm a member of the liberal party i was a candidate i worked for for a long time in politics under the liberal banner um and so that's where i belong and again I've also been very critical of the Liberal Party as well. So I try as much as possible to be as objective as possible because I want to give you guys value. And uh, I I really want you to comment and send me a message, send me an email, uh, comment on the video. Let me know what you think because this uh, this has been happening since the very beginning of the elections. Eric Duhem did a fantastic job in the last elections. He brought the Conservative Party from nearly non existent to record numbers, not only for the Conservative Party, but just record numbers in general. Like, I mean, he got close to 13% of the popular vote. He had the most, I think, fundraising uh, done within a very short window, right? I mean, the guy took over the party um, at some point last year, <coughs> excuse me, and he ran a, a very good campaign, albeit in my opinion, uh, on the back of certain frustrated people with respect to COVID-19 and all those mandates and, uh, you know, the restrictions and the curfews and all that stuff, there was a lot of frustration in the last two, two and a half years during that COVID and the whole pandemic thing that we went through. And he took fully advantage of that frustration and he transferred it into support. It's important for me to say that because it's going to, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get back to this topic further uh, into the episode. But why am I mentioning this? Because ever since the elections uh, finished, ended, uh, Eric Jem did get a good result for his party. He got a good result. In fact, he got a just a good result overall. When we're looking at the other three of the four parties that are represented in the parliament, they're all pretty much between 13 and 15%. So he wasn't that far off, right? He got a little over half a million votes. And from the very beginning, uh, from October the 3rd, he kept banging on that nail that he deserved to have recognition and that he deserved to be in parliament and because of everything that he accomplished he kept nailing he kept hitting on that nail that you know there's over half a million people that support us these votes and these voices should not be neglected we need to have our presence in the national assembly and so on and so forth so this has been happening consistently since october uh and now today on tuesday when this episode is going to go up the parliament is starting up again all right it's the first day back in parliament after the elections uh there's a couple procedural things that are going to happen we don't have to get into that but one thing that will be happening is a lot of eyes will be turned over to eric duham because he is still adamant about, you know, getting certain recognition and, get, you know, bending the rules a little bit and having, you know, a, a, an exception made towards him and his party on the basis of the results that they got. Um, what he's looking for, basically, um, essentially, he wants to have a working space. He wants an office in the National Assembly, where he can work out of and where he can meet different people that he wants to meet, and he also wants to be able to um, organize press conferences like he used to before, and to, um, to have access to the press that is present at uh, at the National Assembly. So, in order to you know to have access to the to the media and to be able to uh, organize these press conferences, he was able to do so before because of one little reason. He had uh, um, a member of the National Assembly from CAC that crossed the floor and became a conservative. So he had a sitting MNA in the National Assembly, and therefore automatically he had an office. Well, not him; the MA had an office, which he was using obviously as the party leader. And because there was a rep- there was representation in the National Assembly, well, he was able to organize press uh, press conferences and have the attention of the media it is not the case anymore because he got zero people elected despite the good result that he got despite the result that was pretty close to the other parties so the post that i put up basically it was just some article i think it was um I can't remember, CTV News Montreal or something like that. In any case, um, I think the the title, and I should have looked at this before doing the episode, but I think the title was, you know, Eric Duhem demands um, recognition or special status. I'm not sure exactly what the title was. And I found that particular. I found that funny. First of all, who are you to demand these things, right? I mean, who, like, wh- wh- what do you mean you demand? Like, who are you? Who are you to demand these things, number one? But besides that, forget about it, okay? He wants these um, uh, this special status, and he wants the parliamentarians as well as the Speaker of the House to give him this recognition. And I put up that post, and basically I just wrote, you know, uh, exactly, I, I'm trying to remember what I wrote. I think I wrote uh, how to put this simply. You know that last, small piece of turd that doesn't flush down the toilet and keeps floating around <laughs> that's pretty much what it is at least i put it out there as you know just a fun thing just to laugh at the situation and there's a lot of people that are commenting oh dude that's rough uh, other people that were laughing other people that are like oh dude that's not necessary you're not being fair and honestly this whole episode it, it, I'm, I'm being frank with all of you I really want you guys to let me know, put in the comments below what you think, and if whether or not a non-elected leader of a party should have this sort of status in the National Assembly. Now, in my opinion, and I've voiced my opinion already on other episodes, call me traditionalist, call me whatever you want, and it's I'm not saying this because that's how I think things should be done, because... Is the parliament perfect? No, it's not perfect at all. Do things need to change? Yes, a lot of things need to change, but there are rules in place, and we went over these um, over this issue in the in, in previous episodes with you know the PQ and and Quebec Solidaire that wanted uh, to be recognized as parties and they wanted to sit in the house without swearing allegiance to the king. You guys remember those episodes? And again, it was the same argument for for my side. Rules are rules. You got to follow the rules. And if you want to change them, fine, change them. But until you change them, you have to accept the rules that are in place. And the same thing goes for Eric Duhem. The rules are actually very simple. You get elected, you have access. You don't get elected, you don't have access. And it's as simple as that. Now, I do want to give a chance to the other side, okay? Because... I want to try and be objective here. I want to present the different things so that you guys can tell me what you think. Should he have access to the parliament? Should he have this recognition? Or should he not? I personally think that he should not. Not because he sucks or because his party sucks or because that party's ideology doesn't deserve. No, at all. I'm a Democrat and I believe that uh everyone deserves to have a voice but to have a voice you need to get elected and so um and so yeah i i do believe that uh he needs to get the results in order to have what he wants you can't just go banging on the door and you know and start yelling and you know you're having a, a crisis about what you want and you and and, and and being adamant about getting it. It doesn't work like that. It's very simple. You get elected, you have access. You don't get elected, you don't have access. And he knows this. Now, people think that Eric Duhem came out of nowhere, took over the Conservative Party. And let, let me just, let, let's just put things, uh, let's just organize our thought a little bit here. Eric Duhem is not a nobody. Eric Duhem has been involved in provincial politics for a very long time. He knows exactly how things work. He's not a dumb guy. He's a very intelligent man. He, 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 he knows everything there is to know about policy. Um, he, he, he took advantage of this political situation and he brought the party literally from ashes to what it was during this campaign. He did a phenomenal job. We cannot take that away from the guy, okay? But does that mean that automatically you deserve to have everything you're asking for? I don't think so. Now, should things change in the National Assembly? Maybe, maybe. So all this comes back now to, the, to that argument that has been ongoing here in Quebec for decades about the electoral system. Okay, now I don't know where Eric Duhem stands on electoral reform, but this is an issue. It was an ongoing issue, especially during the campaign, because we saw that there was the CAC that was really leading, you know, by close to 40% in uh, in support, and that's pretty much what they got in terms of seats. Um, and then all the other parties, or I mean the main parties, liberals, QS, PQ, and conservatives, they were all hovering around, you know, between let's say 14, 15 to 18%, they were all kind of in the same race. For the very first time, we saw four different parties battling it for the second position. And what happened? Well, the Liberals, because of their concentrated vote, primarily in Montreal, they ended up getting 21 seats. And the Conservative Party that got just a little bit under that percentage ended up with zero. Zero. Is it fair? Is it not fair? I don't want to get into this debate because personally, I do not like the proportional system. That's that's just my opinion. I don't like it. I think that proportional electoral systems create weak governance. That's just my opinion. It's based on what I've studied. It's based on what I've seen and what I've experienced in other parliaments around the world. Look what's happening in Italy. Look what's happening in Israel. Look what's happening in a lot of Eastern European countries. To me even though I understand the argument that it represents more the vote that is expressed during elections. I get that. It's more representative. But to me, what's more important is sound governance. And unfortunately... From my experience, you don't get that with proportional systems. Or if you do get that, it has to be some sort of mixed system. Like, for example, in Germany. um, I'm not saying it can't work. It's just it has to be particular. So I'm not in favor of the proportional system. I support what we have now, the first past the post. You do well, you succeed, you get in. If you don't do well, well, better luck next time. Okay, and we have many examples of this. Okay, we have the ADQ before that managed to do that. They, you know, they struggled for a while and then finally they got people in the house, so they got elected members. Same thing could be said about Quebec Solidaire, and look where look where they are now. Of course, it took time for them to build this momentum and to build the support, but they managed to do it. Eric Duhem managed to do it, even though he f- fell short this time. What's to say that next election he won't do better? Look what he did. It's significant what he did. So, I don't, I, I don't really support the proportional system. Now, this whole argument comes back to that. The PQ is arguing that. Quebec Solidaire is arguing that. Because they know that they got more percentage, a uh, higher vote percentage than the Liberal Party, yet they got less elected officials. Had it, had it been a proportional system, the liberals technically, theoretically, would have gotten much less than what they got. But the system is what it is. So you have to accept it. Is it fair? Is it not fair? That's up for debate. I mean, that's how the system works that we have in place. I happen to support this system. Now, back to, Quebec, back to uh, the Conservative Party of Quebec. Should he have this special recognition there are a couple of arguments that are in his favor there are he didn't get a a higher uh, vote percentage than the other parties he got much less but he still got over half a million votes it's it's quite significant i get it and i understand the frustration of these half a million people that don't have a voice in the house but again it goes back to what i was saying before what's to say that in the next election he won't do better We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, he's really on this huge momentum right now. And I think that if he plays his cards right, and I've said that also in other episodes, if he plays his cards right, he could very well do much better in four years from now. Okay? The other argument that is in his favor is that this is the very first time that we're seeing it. There has never before been a party... That has gotten that much vote, that much uh, that, that that high percentage of vote that he got with zero representation. It's never happened before. It's never happened before. So I get that point as well, but again, there are rules in place. So you can call me a traditionalist. You can call me whatever you want. I'm just putting out certain facts up uh, out there. I just don't understand this continuous obsession about getting what you want despite the fact that you know the rules are different the rules in place are different okay um eric dram can do whatever he wants he can call press conferences if he wants are the media going to move to, to to follow him I don't know. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Obviously, he can't do it in the National Assembly. He can do it outside the National Assembly if he wants to. I mean, you know, the, the the media is there. They just have to come out of the National Assembly and go follow him. He can have an office anywhere else. Nothing stops him from that. He just won't have a budget from the National Assembly. And that, to me, makes absolute 100% sense. You didn't get any elected officials. Why would you get a budget? Now, there's another theory in place over here. And it goes back to what I was telling you about Eric Duhem really capitalizing on the situation that we lived through the last two, two and a half years. At least this is what I think. There's a lot of frustration. He took advantage of this situation and he converted into support for his party, for his ideology, for his platform, and it worked in his favor. Unfortunately... He also rallied a lot of support coming from some people that may have a couple screws loose. And he even, himself, he even said that, yeah, we got a lot of conspiracy theorists supporting us. We got a couple people that, you know, had no idea what they were talking about in the party. So along with that wave of support that Eric Duhem got, he also got a little bit of the garbage as well. And that has now turned against him. We're seeing a lot of reports in the news that his base, his membership that exploded within a matter of a year is now against him because they were expecting or they thought that they were going to govern. I mean, this goes back to what people thought that these people came out of nowhere. So they actually thought that they were going to govern. They believed in him. He was the savior of this party and to a certain extent he was. Did he do enough to govern? I don't know. I don't know what they sold to these people. I don't know what they were telling those members, and I don't know how excited they were. And you know what? It's great that they were th- th- that excited. It's perfectly fine. That's what you need. You need members that are active and that are excited and that they can mobilize and that they can get out and get the job done. That's what you need. There's there's, there's an important percentage of that membership now that is upset with Eric Duhem because he didn't get anyone elected, because he didn't get himself elected. And he himself has said that, yeah, eventually we're going to have to filter certain people out of the party and get the right people in the right place in order to move forward and to do better in the next elections. I, uh, I agree 100% with that. <coughs> Excuse me. I agree 100% with that. I think personally that Eric Duhem, knowing fully well what the rules are, should not be acting this way but I also don't blame him for acting this way because I know that there is this faction of his membership that he needs to please right now. So he needs to get certain things done. He needs to have a presence in the National Assembly. He needs to get certain things done so that he can go back to his membership and tell them, guys, calm down. Okay, We didn't get anyone in this time around, but we went from Less than two percent that they usually used to get around two percent, one and a half two percent, or less than two percent in in the other previous elections to close to thirteen percent. That's phenomenal. They have way more money than they ever did before. They got you know with 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 over half a million votes that they got. That's money that they're getting. The party is getting much more money than ever before. These are huge resources that are now made available to the party i don't know how those uh th- those particular members we're talking about don't understand this i don't understand how they don't see uh how this party is in a much better position than it ever was before i don't understand why they're coming out against eric Duhem is what i'm trying to say but i honestly truly think that eric duem to a certain extent is playing into this crowd. He needs to calm people down. And I think that one way to do that is to get even the minimum from the National Assembly or from the the, the, the Speaker of the National Assembly, which is give me an office space, give me the, the, the access to the media so I can at least do my job. Do you think that he should have access? This is a serious question. Guys, comment below. Let me know what you think. Forget about what I think okay i don't want you to get pulled into my beliefs but i l- legitimately want to know should Eric Duhem have this special status even though he got zero people elected just based on the results that he got does he deserve this keep in mind that whatever happens may very well cause a precedent you may have any other party now in the future That comes up with, I don't know, maybe 8, 9, 10% of the vote and says, hey, by the way, Eric Duem got that. We want that as well. How far can we go with this? That's what I'm thinking. Again, is the National Assembly and the rules that are in place perfect? No. It's not perfect at all. But for me, these are the rules that are in place right now and the rules need to be respected. And to play the game, well, you need to have players. And if you don't have players then you're sitting on the sidelines and you do the best you can from there. Let me know what you think, guys. Seriously, comment below. Let me know what you think. Should Eric Ziem have access to the National Assembly and should he have that special status that he's been consistently trying to get ever since the elections ended on October the 3rd? Let me know what you think. And until then, I hope to see you all in the next video take care subscribe to the channel rate the podcast help me out i appreciate it i love you and see you all very soon take care